<laughs> Huzzah, Rangers. This is Phil Harris here at the Jacks Rangers show. That intro uh, was longer than I expected. And, you know, we got to mix it up every once in a while, I guess. Uh, I've joined with Diamond Dave. Dave, how are you? I'm sore, Phil. I'm sore. Sore? I got my, I got my muscle gun. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. I played in the uh, that over 30, under 30 Zach Cox and I were talking about in his oh, interview. Oh, okay this weekend so How'd we had go? a good time it's very topical because the upcoming match that we're here to talk about the yes. Nolan match on the 21st is going to be charles river day at the free jack so i'm very excited about that Excellent. of course there's always a lot going on at the matches so we're, it's not like we'll be in the center ring but we're excited to get some charles river old boys out there i'm in their dms making sure they uh are getting their group ticket we'll be down in the brigade section Fantastic. um and uh should be should be a fun day but the old boys they won the over 30 under 30, oh, Phil. Oh, how Experience about beats youth. I agree. Each and every year. That's that's fantastic. So glad for you guys. That's awesome. Um, and I think uh, it's Charles River going to uh, compete in the um, old timers tournament. We are not. I don't think right now we're going to enter a team. I'm probably going to find a team to glue myself onto. Um, mm -hmm. There are a bunch of teams. You know, old boys are, are flaky just as a group it is hard to get guys to commit you know to to be there and so it's difficult to build momentum around teams that don't already have a big group of players that that are you know they're pulling from which is a way to say i think only a handful of teams have registered for the tournament so far but i know there are also teams that are forming and just haven't registered yet because they're guys are being slow to commit they want to make sure they actually have enough players i know cape cod has talked about a team i know the uh new hampshire region the northeast militia team has talked about um uh putting an old boys team in i think south shore the hounds i would guess mystic and boston brahmins is the boston old boys side i mean i i think that the interest will be there worcester has a very strong old boys team nice. so there are a lot of old boys teams with 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 a, a good platform in the area i think they're just slow in their role but yeah we'll be we'll be there with somebody most likely i think most of the charles river guys will probably play with the boston irish wolfhounds just because okay. there's a pretty pretty strong social connection there but we'll probably have guys scattered around a few other teams too very good very good well i wanted to mention that the upcoming game uh, against nola the one that we're about to preview is the international festival That's and i've been great. looking forward to this one day for quite a long time uh we're considering this one the canadian appreciation day uh, yes. uh, for the rangers out there the first regiment folks um, so I'm really looking forward to, I'm hoping a lot of people get themselves a, a full uh, Mounties uniform, you know, maybe the most famous, uh, you know, Canadian look, right? What's uh, left in my costume budget yeah, so far this it's, year? It's, it's, it's not exactly cheap to purchase the whole outfit. Uh, I've got it myself. I've had it for months now, so I can't wait to break it out. I'm just hoping that it's not warm out there um for the yeah. game so i think right yeah. now it's looking like the 70s which is okay. pretty great i can kind of deal usually with usually a decent yeah. breeze you're pretty close to the water down there yep yep so yeah super excited about that i'll be in full mounties regalia so it should be awesome uh i know some other folks are looking online now for maybe some cheaper options there's some really good uh <laughs> canadian t-shirts as well that you can yeah. purchase on amazon that are kind of funny that i saw some people floating around so make sure if you haven't got your canadian appreciation day 
merch or, or outfit rather make sure you do that prior to the game so we definitely want to have a lot of people repping the the the, the canadian uh contingency that we have on the free deck giving them a bit of love yeah. it is, so, yep, it is a big festival i was just gonna I don't, talk about some of the other stuff that's also going on yes um so at noon there is well at 10 there's an independence match versus mystics Mm -hmm. um, so if you're really looking to spend all day at Veterans, <laughs> you can get there. You can get there at ten and catch some uh, development rugby. We know some people um, that do that. Yep. That's right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, I, a, a few years ago, it would have been me. Um, <laughs> at noon, Bean Town, the women's Premier League team, will be playing the Colorado Gray Wolves. That's the curtain raiser for the Free nice. Jacks. We're we are planning to get there for that. Um, so right now, we're hoping to be there for the Bean Town match my girls are excited to nice. see some high level women's rugby yeah hell yeah um and i am too of course uh, i haven't been to a bean town match in a while so love to see where they're at and i know they're good this year as they always are one of our all-time favorites ollie Englehart, is the uh co-head coach so that's, that's right cool um uh there will be irish dancing before there's an opening band as there usually is um there's gonna be dragon dancing at halftime i'm pretty excited about that um and uh crash test dummies after the match it's gonna be it is gonna be quite a festival i'm excited for good weather and i think this could be you know an enormous crowd if the weather hits i hope so you know we're really seeing the momentum swell they're just getting more and more coverage by the you know in the boston papers and things yeah. um things are you know the the trajectory is up and it's exciting to be there for it it is it's always a great day to be a ranger or a free jack fan if you will so you know i also heard that uh the the 98.5 the sports hub which is the um sports network around here they around these parts is, is covering at least the, at least the score of the game so that's oh. very very exciting i think that we're way ahead of schedule on that yeah, that's excellent. Um, that's very, very encouraging to hear. The Boston Globe, as you were kind of mentioning there, covering the team as well. But um, getting to the actual preview itself here, the standings in the Eastern Conference once again only has one team with a winning winning record, the mighty New England Free Jacks with a game in hand on second place New York, might I add, uh, is facing off this weekend against no playoffs NOLA is what I've been uh, calling them <laughs> recently here. Womp, was, womp, womp. Yeah. Wow. Who is stuck in the mud in the fifth place position, um, only above lowly Toronto right now. Now I will give them, you know, just a little bit of uh, credit here and, and say that that's uh, what is it third through uh, five is very very tight, and even second place as well. I mean, it's all up for grabs, but they are currently in fifth place. Now this is a team that we talked about previously. Fool's Gold have really changed their philosophy in the offseason. They used to be the team that kind of beat it, their chest about, we're developing American players, which is fantastic. I love that approach. It's very, very noble. But if it doesn't win you games, you really kind of have to look inward and say, well, what are we doing here, right? Um, so you have to kind of, you know, change things up a little bit. They have to, you know, 
I don't know, you know, they don't need to go through a rebrand, you know, to, to, to change things up. What they really needed to do was change philosophies. And they did that, which is perfectly fine. But the problem is they're in fifth place and there's not many that, that many games left. So and they kind of sold their souls a little bit here. What they did is they increased their roster uh, spot positions uh, or roster position spots. They increased that, brought over some pretty impressive talent. Rodney Iona comes to mind. Yeah. Super rugby level fly half, um, which had me jumping in their playoff contender bandwagon very early on yeah. uh, prior to the season starting. I, I think I was listening to Rob Hammersmith. I was like, this guy's making a lot of sense <laughs> right now. Um, and, you know, and, and you look all at them on paper, they definitely got better. But uh, the Fool's Gold have five wins right now, seven losses with a point differential of minus 40 three points they have yeah. 26 total table points that is 17 points off the pace of the high-flying new england free jacks what do you make of this nola team tough to say right i i know they've had some injury problems yep. there you know that's one of the reasons um they've had yeah, like jared adams their prop who's a big signing has had to mm -hmm. just flip back and forth across both sides of the scrum throughout much of the season um you know I, I i don't know i think maybe they just underperformed generally uh it just hasn't come together for them i don't think they've found a thing that is really what they can shape their identity as a team around i mean i'm sure they feel like they do and i'm sure that they're right. trying to you know message that very much but as an observer i'm saying like I can't define their approach to the game in, in, in terms of like a thing they are superlative at, yep. like you can for, for top teams, you know, that, that create a real identity for themselves in the way they approach the game. And I think that, you know, the shuffling roster has probably had a, a partial impact on that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, overall they, they have some good pieces, but are not really pulling it together. I'm disappointed in this team, to be honest with you. I was really hoping that they would – I mean, there, there's still an opportunity for them. They're not mathematically eliminated from the playoffs by any means. No. But I expected them to be better than they are. And, and you know, part of that is the injury woes that you're referring to. That yeah. definitely plays a factor. When we when I was talking to Rob the Hammer Hammersmith earlier this evening, he was listing off all the players that's been injured recently. And I'm just thinking to myself, God, that's a lot of players. Yeah. And then I'm thinking about Toronto's had the same issues and New York's has the same issues with these injury woes. But guess who hasn't? The New England Free Jacks have been, I mean, other than our captain going down for the entire season, right. which sucks, obviously, for uh, Josh Larson. By the way, he's going to be on the show on Thursday. That is a confirmed <laughs> thing. So Thursday, uh, what day is that? The 18th. He will be live with uh, the Jacks Rangers show um, at 9 p.m. Eastern time. But, you know, it sucks that he went down for the season. But other than that, we've got Q right now who's questionable for this upcoming game with a, a groin or a quad, one of those two. Um, but other than that, we're 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 just resting guys. They're not injured. They're just rest. They're sitting and waiting. They're they're yep. getting hungry for the next game. So that's one thing that I, you know, knock on wood, hope does not affect the free jacks going forward. But right now we're in a really good position, and you could really say that you know obviously the wins that we've put together is is a team performance, and it shows how good we are as a team and our depth. But it also speaks volumes about we've just avoided the injury bug as well so far uh, into the season. Um, what Rob was saying with regard to this team about how this matchup takes place, 
He's saying that, you know, tactical kicking has not been a strong suit for them this year. Lineouts have been inconsistent, and they've strung, struggled under the high ball. So that could be an opportunity for us yeah. um, using tactical kicking to our advantage. If these guys are struggling with that, that's something that I hope the Free Jacks attack as a weakness of NOLA um, in this game. So um, one guy that we haven't really mentioned that much uh, about the, this particular preview, and I wanted to bring it in right now, is Dougie Fife uh, is a guy that got picked up by Nola, was traded down there, uh, and it was a big deal in the offseason because he's one of our marquee signings uh, for the Free Jacks. was hoping that he would retire as a Free Jack. I guess it's still a possibility that that too, could take place, but <laughs> a fan favorite, right, amongst the fans. Dougie, Certainly. Yeah. Um, one of the all-time Free Jacks, if you, if you consider. He's definitely close to being in that Mount Rushmore conversation, at least in the early history of this team. Now he's down there in, in gold and white, and it looks absolutely disgusting. But um, I think about two weeks ago he had a, a HIA situation, so it's it's he's maybe questionable for this game. I don't think he played last week uh, against San Diego. But if he was to play, how much of an impact do you think he could have in this game? I mean, he's a guy who can, you know, he's he's probably worth what on average? Seven points, ten points. You know, I mean, he, he brings a lot to the table. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's a I, – I hope he's well. Um, we'll see. But um, – yeah, I think he's an impact guy, but ultimately, I don't think it would be enough of a difference to to move the needle mm -hmm. a lot in terms of expectations for the outcome. Yep. I wonder, you know, does he? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, he could go off and just score like two uh, tries and make us look foolish in the stands. Now, of course, <laughs> I hope the fans, you know, clap him off and stuff like that. He, he certainly, certainly is deserving yeah. of that. Um, and, I, and I'm sure he'll get a very, very warm reception at Fort Quincy. It will be overshadowed by Waka returning in red, white, and blue for sure. But, um, you know, his girlfriend, I'm sure, is going to be in the stands, uh, a Boston gal. So, you know, he, he's got a lot to play for and it'll look good yeah. uh, in, in, uh, in Fort Quincy for sure. But uh, one Should thing do like I'll a full pro wrestling, you know, narrative story thing. You know, the two guys feuding, yep. some kind of entrance for both of them. You know, you know who would love that is uh, Dan from Merrimack. That is that is definitely his wheelhouse for sure. Um, so we'll have to get him to like write up a little script, I guess, and, and uh, send it to the teams. But um, one thing that Rob mentioned is, you know, score early and defend. I think a lot of teams – when they talk about how can they beat the free jacks, they need to score early and often, right? I mean, it sounds so simple, and it obviously is very, very difficult to do to execute well against this team, especially at home at Fort Quincy. But if you're a visiting team, you want to, you know, quiet the crowd early. Score a couple tries will definitely help with that. It won't kill the crowd noise, but it'll definitely weaken it a little bit. And, you know, just take over the points, almost like a playoff game. Like if they have the opportunity, just take the points, especially I mean, if you're leading. There's no excuse not to, um, to try to make the margin uh, larger. And that would cause the Free Jacks maybe to take more risk than they normally would and get out of their own uh, play uh, or not playbook, but like a game plan if you will so that's one thing that we talked about as well but um with that being said let's move over to key to the game what do you got for us i have quick ball and burn them with tempo wow i okay. want to see um some really snappy phases i don't know that nola's defense can really keep up with the free jacks at their best um 
And so I would like to see really quick ball off the ruck when we're running those phases, just, just, you know, rapidly available ball. We know John Poland is going to be there to distribute it and uh, see if we can't just get around them, get through them in the phase play. I think that would be a really positive thing to see come out of this match. I agree. Um, I will say that that is not my key to the game. I think generally speaking, or at least it has been traditionally, that I will go with like rip their head off type of key to the game. And then you <laughs> will approach it with a more tactical mind. And this week, I'm glad that you went with more tactical, like realistic speaking about a, play, a key to the game. Because I'm just going with that whole rip their head off type of uh, <laughs> key to the game. And for me, it's no mercy. Let's like curb stomp these pretenders. Last year, the Free Jacks ran Nola out of the building in the first half. I expect the same type of razzle-dazzle that was on display last season. Again, this year, score early and often for the home team um, um, so that we are you – know, we know that we're capable of doing that, but don't give them any opportunity to claw back into this game like we saw with D.C. D.C. almost made a game of that. And, you know, obviously the, the yellow cheese uh, – 10-minute sit-down for uh, Mitch Wilson played a big factor in that. But at the same time, like, no mercy means don't give up stupid penalties. And I'm not saying it was necessarily stupid. The guy saw that he had an opportunity to go for the ball, so he put his hand out. But um, don't let them get back into the game. So just score early and often. Keep your foot on the gas. Um, and make sure that this one is a very comfortable and entertaining game at Fort Quincy, pretty much the way it was last year, you know, putting up 55 points. It, you know, there's not a lot of teams in the league that would be able to come back uh, and, and make that a shootout. Uh, and I don't think this NOLA team is capable of that, especially with the th same thing that we talk about every single week. Their depth is not as good as our depth, so we should be able to put them away. Uh, especially in the last 60 minutes or so, if it is a nail biter, which I don't anticipate yeah. it to be. I don't either, but now we both we both feel comfortable. So now you know that karma is going to make us wrong, and it's going to. Oh be yeah, we'll, we'll play down to our. It'll be like it'll, it'll be, be like the Dallas game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, well, yeah. eight points were scored. Yeah. So, but you know, it's a, a dub's a dub, Dave. I don't really. I mean, I do care how it plays out because I hate being frustrated in the stands, but. As long as we in the game, I'm not going to be too disappointed. You know what I mean? So I, yeah, it's probably sacrilege to even talk about. But if we're going to drop a game, I like. I want. I'd rather see Nola like displace DC or New York, right? Like, wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that be cool? Like, if we're going to lose, like Toronto is meaningless. You know, losing points to a team in the West is meaningless. But you know, like. It, I, uh, I, I'm not even saying like I'm okay with a lot with it with an L. Obviously, you're looking for the win, but I what I am saying is Nola has we didn't even talk about it. they haven't had a bye week, like they, they have a bye week coming up next week. What they, they've played, yeah, they've played 12 matches. Um, they've only that got four to go, yeah, so they're, unfair. So they're kind of bad. <laughs> we talked about the injuries, yeah, but like they're also exhausted. That's one of the Dude, reasons, that makes I, sense. uh, that's one of the reasons I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not feeling real worried. These guys need a week off, you know, this that's is their incredible. last, and just the emotional energy of like, you know, your last match before a bye week, it can be tough, you know, a break's coming. Um, and then if you're pa facing a juggernaut team like New England, you know, mm. uh, it's a, it's definitely an uphill battle for Nola, but, but as we said, they've got the pieces, they, they have. Yeah. They have good, some good players. So, 
It'll all depend on who shows up in their 23, 23 this week. Um, yeah. And also, you know, it's, it's crazy to think about what you're saying. They haven't had a bye week yet. I did not know that. Well, they've, that they've of, had like one, one, but not like their oh, second. Oh, okay. Not the right? second one. Okay. Now right. you're making yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, they get, they're getting that's their second so one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's interesting. Um, I will say this about the whole, like, you know, considering, you know, if we had to drop one, like that, that speaks to me like very, very like, um, like a Toronto type of thing that they, they would say, or like DC was trying to throw at us. Like if we're going to drop a game, we might as well do it against the free Jacks. Like, right. no, no, thank you. I don't want to hear any of that. Um, yeah. All right. So prediction time, I will go first. Uh, I've got Nola 13. New England, 31. So I just flipped them around there. Ooh, I like that. We get those 31s in there. What do we have? I've got a 6. I got a 16. Okay. That's a reasonable score. And I've got a ooh, 66. That seems unlikely. We're going to call that 36. <laughs> wow. 16 okay. to 36. 16 we'll to editing 36. editing on the fly. No more of these 87 to 4 <laughs> dice predictions. Yeah, We're going to shake like- a little bit. Yeah, people are going like that's that. You can't trust those guys. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. But yeah, exactly. those people don't listen to the show. That's the that's point. not even a rugby score. What are they talking about? <laughs> yep. All right. Any closing thoughts uh, as we got Nola coming to town? Fool's gold. Um, I think we're gonna crush them. Put them through sure the grinder. So. I almost uh, my key to the game was almost fire up the grinder. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was a little, a little, you know, maybe a little much. Love it. Yeah, man. Uh, super excited. Make sure everybody that is listening to this, make sure you come out to the game man. super important to get these large crowds. It becomes, I mean, it's always a factor, right? The Fort Quinn's I'm losing my voice here, Dave. I shouldn't have yelled for, you know, just 80 too minutes. Much, too much. Like, DC, yeah. Yeah. Too much DC. Exactly. Um, we, we talk about how important it is to have that home field advantage and all of the games matter at Fort Quincy because ideally we don't lose a single game all season there. If we're doing that, we're in really, really good shape, but we really need the folks to come out to make sure that we secure the first uh, or the, uh, the home field advantage for the playoffs, get that number one seat out of the way and your voices, as you can hear mine, help out tremendously uh, in doing that, creating that home field advantage for sure. So as we, it's almost like obviously the players are kind of leading up to the playoffs. We're like trotting right now, but we want to end up being a full sprint on the pitch, but also same thing for the the folks in the stands too. We want to get uh, everything uh, ready and prepared for our playoff March. That's a good point. I like that warming yeah. up. We want to, we want to be peaking as Absolutely. well as the team is peaking yeah. as we hit the playoffs. Damn right. All right, and with that being said, I've got one word to exit the video in three, two, one, huzzah! Huzzah.